This episode of The Transmission is brought to you by Audible.com, the leader in spoken word entertainment. Get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. For details, go to audiblepodcast.com slash transmission. Aloha from San Diego Lost fans. You are tuned into a special Comic-Con edition of The Transmission. I'm Jen. And I'm Ryan. And we're fresh out of the Lost panel. And what did you think? I am giddy. Oh my lord. It was fantastic. Electrifying, uh, deafening, all of the screaming. So we are very happy to, of course, bring you the audio from that panel fresh out of Hall 8. Yep. But be aware that, of course, the sound quality might be mixed. We did the best we could. and of Because course, you, you kind of hear me screaming a that little. That might be on the recording. Also, you won't be able to see what we see on screen. Uh, we can tell you a little bit of what, what, what was going on. Of course, it started with a promo for Lost University at lostuniversity.org. And then a promo for a mysterious, short-lived 80s show called Mysteries of the Universe. Yes, and that was pointing, pointing you to abc.com. Now, there were some sponsor messages mixed in after a few questions, which were very tantalizing. Listen carefully. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Some very special audience questions and uh, many, many special guests. Very, very great special guests. So we'll let you pick up on those, and we should let you know that it closes with a montage of in-memoriam lost characters, Mr. Echo, uh, Shannon, Libby, Shannon, Boone, yeah, Libby, and Lucia, Doc Arts, and Rousseau, and it closed with a very touching revisit of the death scene for Charlie. Charlie. But that, of course, led into probably the high point of the evening for many people. So we want to get straight to that. But first, we want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Audible has over 50,000 titles you can choose from that you can download and listen to anywhere, anytime, just like the transmission. And you can choose a free audiobook of your choice when you sign up today. So if you ever wanted to read any of the books, many books mentioned on Lost, this is a great way to do it at audible.com like Survivors of the Chancellor uh, what else have we mentioned? Carrie, Watership oh, yes. Down and A Brief History of Time I think was the last one so you can make any of these books your free pick when you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com slash transmission that's audiblepodcast.com slash transmission and we do want to thank the folks at Audible for making our trip here to Comic Con possible thank you guys absolutely alright folks enjoy the panel aloha, aloha. They talk like us. They walk among us. 
yet they are not us. Ever since the dawn of civilization, secret societies have existed. You may have seen an octagonal seal or crest with the word Dharma in the center. An Indian spiritual term. This is their mark. Why do they exist? And what are they here for? Any clandestine organization of significant stature cannot exist in complete secrecy forever. Documents, stories, records, telling items that eventually float their way to the top of our collective consciousness. Theory and assumptions quickly inch closer from fiction to fact. It is perhaps by piecing these minuscule clues together, one by one, that we start to solve the puzzle. Join us in this Mysteries of the Universe, the Dharma Initiative. Executive producers of Lost, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. Hey, Carlton. Hey, everybody. How are you guys? Somebody put Hershey's Kisses here, this is nice. Um, we are very excited to be here for our final Comic-Con. This is very exciting. Um, uh, go ahead, Carlton, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And, you know, we were thinking a lot about what we were gonna do in this Comic-Con, and, and the thing that, that instantly struck both of us was the most important thing that we could do was acknowledge all of you, because the fans have been such a huge part of what has made Law special. So, sort of our theme for today's uh, Comic-Con panel is fan appreciation. Yeah. Last night we were, uh, we were walking out of Hall H because uh, we were at the Peter Jackson, James Cameron uh, panel, which is incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and we saw uh, the line starting to form for this panel. People were actually camping out. And, uh, 
you know, for someone who has done his share of camping out for other stuff, it's an incredibly surreal experience, but uh, Comic-Con is always the highlight of our year, and it's not because we get to come to San Diego, it's because we get to come and talk to you guys about the show, um, and uh, we couldn't be more grateful for it. So uh, we're going to actually start out this morning's panel by, um, you've seen a lot of stuff that we've made, and we actually wanted to celebrate some of the stuff that you guys have made. So. Uh, the first thing we're going to show you is basically some of our favorites among the many fan-generated content things that have been done for Lost. So let's go Roll to the, the videotape. people come to this panel and they're they're looking for answers and one of the questions that uh, we always get asked is uh, you know probably the question we get asked the most is are you guys making it up as you go along and yeah. we and we decided we were going to address that question straight away here in a way that would be incredibly empirical for all of you here in the in the hall today. right right because um, there's no real there's no way really to prove it uh, you know if the, when the show is over we can just say no we weren't making it up as we went along but Unless there was actually some some way to prove it, 
at the very least in our final season, that we weren't making it up as we went along. So we had this idea that basically, here that we launched at the con, which is basically, we have, we have talked for quite some time about the fact that the final show, uh, scene of the show is written, and for the first time we have actually committed that to paper, and we have that scene hey, on our person today. Do you, do you have your page? I have Shannon? my page. Would you please bring out your page? my page right here. Carlton, do you have your page? Uh, I do have my page. Let me just get my page. <laughs> Finally, a good excuse to wear the ankle holster for Carlton. <laughs> okay, these are the final pages of Lost. Mine goes first. We have a stapler. Okay, now. Okay. Um, While Carlton um, now secures this, we so basically we've got this box here. There are only two locks on it. It's a little bit low rent, but you know, much like a Russian nuclear silo, um, it, it, there, there are two keys. So if, if something were to happen to Carlton or something were to happen to me, um, it, it, it's no good without the other one. So Carlton is now, as you can see, securing the um, the pages in the box. And the box is basically going to be taken to an undisclosed location, out of our control. And then the night of the finale, we're going to go on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and uh, we will open up the box and read it, and it will be verbatim exactly what you guys have all Woo! seen. Um, the final scene of the show. So, so we are both wearing our pants. And, uh, and there you have it. The ending of the show is right there in that box. Nobody even try it. All right. <laughs> um, now, the other thing is, you know, last year we, had, we did this thing where we, uh, we gave prizes to everybody who asked questions. But obviously, since last year, we've had some tough economic times. And uh, we had some difficulties with ABC getting money for, for all those prizes. So, so we came up with a, a, another idea, which is that we're going to give one fan who says a special uh, secret word. Right, it's like the old Groucho show. If you say the secret word, um, you, will get, um, you will get this prize. We will present it to you. So someone standing in line over there, you could be thinking of a question that contains the secret word, in, in which case you will get this prize. And, and Carlton, how exactly will we know All right. if someone says the secret word? If someone says the secret word, they will hear this. Okay, okay, that's enough. Great, Greg, thank, thank you. Thank you, Greg. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Greg is... Uh, you say the secret word, that is so, what you hear. So just so think about that, what might be the secret word as your... So, listen, we, we don't have... There's people in line over there for... I think there's a couple of people in line for yeah. questions over there. We, hey guys, we don't have much I time, but um, obviously we really want to commit the majority of this panel to your questions. It's your last opportunity to ask them, so we will be um, as, uh, as honest and forthcoming as we never were. So let's, so, so let's start out. Let's have our first question, please. Uh, hi. Um, I just want to say, first of all, thank you for coming to visit us last night in the line. We stayed there 16 hours, so it was pretty awesome. Uh, wow, thank, thank you. you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, anyway. So we've heard you guys saying that season six is going to have some similarities to season one. And we wanted to know what that entails, what that means. Oh, that's Some nice. hints. <laughs> <laughs> a softball, right out of the gate. Um, obviously, for us, um, you know, the, sh the, 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 the biggest moment in the show's life was when we were able to announce the show's death. And as, as, as soon as we were able to start working towards an endpoint, 
it's, we wanted the show to, to feel like it was, a, you know, closing a loop in many ways so that, you know, that season, the final season would feel a lot like the first season. Um, I think on the surface of it, um, there's a good chance that you'll be seeing many characters that you haven't seen since the first season again. You know, I, I think that there was a certain kind of feel of, uh, you know, there was, they were running around in the jungle, there was things, things felt intense and, and surprising and, uh, you know, for us, the, and, and again, the sort of emotional kind of discovery that went on as we learned about these characters in the first season, we feel like we have a way that we're going to be doing that in the final season of the show that we like and hopefully you will too. And, you know, and there was, you know, it, it's really our goal for you to watch the final season of the show and not know what we're going to do next. And I, I, that's one of the feelings from season one, too. So um, hopefully the unpredictability is still in play. Thank you. That's what we like best. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for camping out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am. Wow. I am so excited. I've been camping out uh, for the last six months out here. Man, you guys are the best. Lost, am I right? Oh, this is amazing. Every time I get on a plane, I'm like, please crash. You know? <laughs> guys, Damon, I, I, I followed you since crossing Jordan, Carlton, Nash Bridges, and now we're here in Boston. And because you guys have given us five amazing seasons and six final seasons here. I've devoted six months of my life to a very special art project. Um, and I've actually made Lost Inspired Art, and I, I want to cool. share it with you. Okay, right. you what have you got there? What, what, what do you have I'm going to unveil it right now. Oh, guys, get ready. Is this, <laughs> is this appropriate for a family audience? This totally, totally. Yeah, okay. The only thing I will say is, if you have on your shoes, take off your socks because it's going to knock your socks off. <laughs> Here it is. Check it out. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, is, that's incredible. Is that, is that on velvet? Is that it velvet? It is on velvet. Great eye because you guys make us feel with our eyes and our head. Wow. And velvet's the same way. Touch it, make it. <laughs> we, we, we really appreciate it, and uh, that'll go really well next but, to but our. Wait, uh... But wait, guys, but wait, you got, you got to check out my website. Okay. It's called Damon Carlton and a polarbear.com. Okay. And I'm gonna have original artwork on it. And the reason why I call it Damon Carlton and Polar Bear is because. David Carlton and Polar Bear. Right? Okay, awesome. Well, That's great. Are you guys going to visit my site? Yes, yes. we will check it out. What, Damon, what's the name of it? Damon and, uh, and Carlton no. and a Polar Bear. Damon Carlton, Carlton and a Polar Bear. Okay, okay. We're not going to I'm going to give this to you. Okay, okay. okay. All right, okay. Bring it on up. Bring it Thank on you up. very much. We're, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put that right next. We'll, we're going to put that right next to our velvet painting. We're going to. Thanks. Okay. We're we're gonna put that next to our we're gonna Thank you. We're gonna put that next to our velvet painting of Dharma Sharks playing poker. Thanks. Thanks very much. Okay. Yes, ma'am, you're up.
Yeah, that's okay. Exactly my it. daughters and I are Faraday fangirls. And we were wondering if there's any chance next season we will see him happily married with children and will it have anything to do with nanobots? <laughs> wow. Will Faraday be happily married with children? Um, Far Faraday um, is kind of is dead, so if, 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 if you like zombie weddings, then maybe. We don't know what happened with the explosion, though, right. if they were never on the airplane. Technically oh. speaking, if Jack and, and crew were successful, it could mean Perhaps. that Faraday would be happily married. Yes, yes, that's, that's true. That is what that's it would mean. Very thoughtful of you. I think that, um, yeah. I, I think that you, can, um, you can go back to your people and say that, uh, that, uh, that you will be seeing Faraday on the show. Yes. Faraday, the Faraday will season. be on the show, though. We have time for just one more question, and then we're going to do another uh, something. Another something. Yes. Yes, sir. Hello. I love you guys. <laughs> you had to read that? <laughs> Does season six contain any character-centric flashbacks of pre-2004? Pre-2004. My favorite is childhood stuff. Your favorite is childhood stuff. Uh, like in the incident. We're, you know, we are we are we are doing something different in season six. You know, each season of the show is like a, a book in a series, and sort of like the Harry Potter books, they they tell one whole story, but each each book is its own story. And so, season six is something different. Um, we are, you know, we're not the time travel season is over, the flash forward season is over. We have something different planned. So hopefully, um, you will you will like it, but we're not going to commit to uh, what exactly that is going to be here today. But, but any opportunity we can find for someone to be horribly abusive to children, we will we'll seize that opportunity. We will seize that opportunity because that's lost for you. That's my favorite. Thanks. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, we almost forgot. Uh, basically, we had this, um, this uh, contest to write a Lost title theme because, as you guys know, one of the, one of the places that um, Lost is a little bit uh, lacking in is our title theme song, which Carlton will now perform for you. <laughs> so we thought maybe something a little uh, peppier, and we um, we went to the fans and we we, we, we got, got over a hundred submissions and of like real songs that you guys wrote. Now they actually they wrote the music um, for various legal reasons. They did not cut the picture, so we listened to a hundred CDs of various tracks and. We actually wanted to first acknowledge the first runner-up. There were some really, really good ones, and we wanted to acknowledge Connor McFarland from Tulsa, Oklahoma. But the winners of this contest are actually from right here in San Diego. Um, and I, be I believe, I'm told, they are here with us today. So if you are here, guys. Matt Cerniker, Aaron Hatch, no relation to the Swan. Right down Hatch. there, guys. There the they are. Uh, Matt Mendoza. And Rose Kresge have uh, written the song that you are about to hear. And so we, we took their song as inspiration and we cut some picture to it because you didn't want to just hear the audio. So let's, uh, so we're going to play that. And then uh, that will be followed by a few, word for, uh, a few words from our sponsors. Wink, wink. <laughs> let's roll it.
is with a perfect safety record. Oceanic Airlines. Okay, so does that mean what Jack did in the finale actually worked? And then the plane never crashed? Because that would mean the last five seasons, you know, are all wiped away, like didn't happen. And, um, well, we all hope that's not the case, because that'd be like, you know, a real big cheat. Um, Look, you just have to trust us. 
else. Okay. Yeah, just um, we've gotten this far. We're not gonna we're not gonna specifically answer it, but just trust us. Woo. Okay, yeah, but the last time I trust you guys, you said that Nikki and Paula were gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but this this time this, for real. We, for real. So we again, asked for your trust. And do do you have an, 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 an anything other anything questions else? or? Okay, yeah. Well, okay. This is the last season, so you're gonna answer all the questions, right? Like everything is gonna be answered. Um. Every now. yeah, everything sure. that matters, okay, we're gonna great. answer. Cause like season one, confidence man. Um, uh -huh. Saeed tortures Sawyer to get Shannon's inhaler, right? But Sawyer didn't have the inhaler. So what happened to the inhaler? We never found out. Are you gonna, are you gonna tell us? Uh, for crying out loud, Jorge. What happened to one question for Curtis? about a half an hour, I guess we can answer all of your inane questions. <laughs> my questions aren't inane. I need this. This is research. So, you know, to play my part. Oh is, oh, is that what you do? <laughs> you play a part. I see. Like you transform yourself into a character. Is that it? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had forgotten about the vast gulf between you and the character you play. <laughs> dude. Alright, fine. You want a question? Go ahead. No, no, you go first and we'll wait. Why should it be any different than it is on the set? Michael's upset? Yeah! yeah. I mean, the truth, you want to know the real reason? Yeah. Michael over here originally wanted to play Hurley. Oh. But the part was cast. Oh. But the better wow. man! That is so crazy. <laughs> I think everyone understands that I was offered a guest spot. And then I became a series regular, a part that is written especially for me. Right, it was written for you as a consolation, because you didn't get hurt. What a sad fantasy. When would I ever stoop so low as to play a character as broad as Hurley?
Well, I heard you were pretty broad in your audition. <laughs> so funny, poor Hank. Because I never auditioned for your part. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Okay, guys, roll it. Roll it. Roll it. Roll it. So, um, in this first scene of the pilot, it takes place right after a plane crash, and your character is meeting a fellow passenger and survivor for the very first time. Um, he's an Iraqi guy. His name is Saeed. Okay. Richard, and I think we would be incredibly remiss if we didn't give you Richard's backstory before the show ended. As one might infer, Richard's, um, Richard's flashback uh, is fairly involved, so uh, yeah, you, you, you might be seeing that in the final season. Thank, All right. you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you appreciate my t-shirt, by the way. We, <laughs> it's, like uh, it. it's a little frightening, but... <laughs> Uh, 
What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, I just yeah. want you to know that I cried like a sissy when Juliet fell. And if there's any guy in here that will tell you differently, they're lying to you. I promise. So I need to know if she's okay. And if she's not, can you make her okay? <laughs> well, well, again, I think this all returns to the idea of whether or not her detonating the bomb uh, had the desired effect. And if it did, um, my guess would be that she's okay. And, uh, and if it didn't work, then probably prognosis not so great considering the fall. But I think we can say here that, uh, that Elizabeth Mitchell will be in Lost uh, in the final season. I was wondering, I had a question about the, this time paradox. At the end of the episode uh, of the final season, We've got this problem where if they explode it, they never get to the island in the first place. But if they never get to the island in the first place, then how do they explode it? And then if it does, if they never ended up on the island, then, then oh, oh God! Hold on, I need my constant. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Mr. Bob Stencil, who, who uh, we are, we are, we are massive fans of you, Bob. And, and although we did not, we, we hoped you would be here today. I was hoping and for some McCrutchens. We, oh, well, you know, actually, we, we brought you something we, much we did, better. We did bring you a gift, Bob. Um, oh, is that right? We yes. actually, we, we thought you might show up at the panel, so we made up a one of a kind T-shirt. It's a. It's the Bob Stencil Hatch T-shirt. <laughs> with, with amazing, guys! I'm a huge fan. So why don't you uh, come up here and collect that? And uh, there we go. So something for you, Bob. Thank you very much, sir, for uh, for your question. Next question, please. Wow. Big fans of you guys and all the work you've done. I really just want to know yeah. if Jacob's nice friend at the beach, if his name might be Esau. Uh, Michael, would you like to feel this one? <laughs> you know, we sometimes deal in biblical imagery, but we, we tend to sort of dance in and dance back away from it. So that might be too much, but I, I like the way your mind is working. Thank you. You're good at this. That's good. He said absolutely nothing. But it's kind of a polite way. It's not easy. Yeah. Uh, hello there. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, I came out from Boston. My name's Mike. I'm a huge fan of you guys. And I love the show. Uh, I guess I'm also a huge Richard Albert fan. But uh, my question's about Nesta Cavanaugh. I was wondering, um, does he wear eyeliner before he comes on set? Or what's the deal? Um, Okay, we, we were going to um, have another surprise guest yes. for you guys. But Nestor, this, this it, question keeps getting asked of us, and so... Right, and, and since Nestor is actually here backstage... <laughs> why, don't, why don't 
we, I think we have a, uh, a we mic have a, back there. Uh, can there. we cut to the back? Let's, let's cut to the live feed and, and we'll we'll just kind of see for ourselves. Nestor, what's going on. Nestor, can you hear us? Are Nestor, you back there, Nestor? Nestor, can you Nestor. can we put can we put him up can on we the put screen? Put Nestor on the screen, please. Nestor, are you there, Nestor? <laughs> Nestor, can you hear us? Yeah, I don't, it's not working. Richard Albers now. tell this to you guys, um, I, I can't even begin to articulate uh, what a positive impact loss has had in my life, how many fond, uh, fond memories I have attached to so many scenes in different episodes, or how many awesome people I've met, all who I'm sure like, sure, like a lot of people in this room, have a real shared passion and camaraderie for the material that you guys produce. And, and I just wanted to thank you for being part of that experience of you guys telling what I think is one of the greatest stories that's ever been told. Thank you. Thanks very much. And as far as questions, the one thing over the years that's really perplexed me is um, what, how, or who made the food drop in season two? Or maybe Jorge should field this one. Yeah. Jorge, do you have a theory? Jorge is actually often has very, very good theories. Do you have a theory about where the, where the Dharma food is coming from? from? Oh, oh, it comes from planes. <laughs> I think That's that what I got. I think that might be something that we're going to try to deal with in the final season of the show. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Um, and thank you for making Hurley so someone like me can finally have someone to identify with on television. My pleasure. Thank you, Stuart. Take it easy, buddy. Karen says hi. Yep. Hey, um, maybe we should give the uh, audience a little clue about the secret word, yeah. no since one, no one said the secret word. Um, you, you might... Don't shout it out. To just think you, about maybe a female character. Blonde. Maybe from Australia. Pregnant. Just a little, gu just a little guidance. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Yes. <laughs> I just want to say you guys are awesome. Um, awesome, man. Yeah. My question is, how do you spell bounty hunt? No. Dharma <laughs> uh, Initiative has been in uh, a big role since season two. I was wondering how big of a, a role would it take in uh, the final season? 
Uh, not as big a role. I mean, I, we feel like we've we spent last year dealing a lot with the Dharma Initiative, and we're kind of moving on to some other stuff this year. So you will not be seeing a ton of Dharma stuff this year. Except on the DVD with the uh, the mysteries of the universe uh, thing, I think that there there will be some new revelations about the Dharma Initiative. Um, but but on the mothership, we have we have many other engaging questions to be dealing with. So uh, you know, we will not be as Dharma'd out. And then uh, follow up question, if I could. Um, have you? Okay. Thank you, though. Right. You gotta be at the mic to say the secret word. All right. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Okay. This can be answered in a simple yes or no. So I'll make it easy for you. Probably not. Yes or no? Okay. Here we go. Has Jacob ever appeared as any other to our lost castaways as any other image? other than himself, such as like maybe Claire or other characters. The secret word is Claire. It's Claire. Sir Carlton. It's not like Carlton, we can stop the music, thank you. Carlton is now opening up uh, your gift. Um, something that you need to know, uh, uh, it, uh, one of the questions that we get asked almost never is whatever happened to that bird that Claire released back in season two um, par avion with the note tied to its, um, its foot and uh, we, we tried to get that bird here today but then we ran afoul of a lot of uh, sorry pun intended uh, while there were a lot of laws you can't actually apparently stuff a seagull or taxidermy sell a taxidermy seagull this was the best we can do but it does have the actual note the authentic, the authentic note. note is attached so to this, so this is for you. That's for oh, you, sir. Thank you. Well, will you answer my okay. question? And we will, we will now answer the question after that tremendous build-up for absolutely nothing. Welcome to season six. Um, <laughs> no is the answer to your question. No. Okay. Thank you. Um, so we, before we, uh, we're, we're kind of uh, running behind here, and before we uh, move on, we just need to actually uh, thank a few people. Um, although this seems incredibly spontaneous, I'm sure a lot of planning went into uh, our Comic-Con event, and, uh, and we, we want to thank a few folks involved. And uh, we want to first acknowledge uh, Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, writers on the show, who helped us with our presentation today. Yeah. If something funny happened during this panel and you laughed, it's because of Eddie and Adam. Um, we also want to thank Noreen O'Toole, Samantha Thomas, and Greg Nations. Um, from, uh, from Disney and uh, Herzog, who uh, produced some of these things that you saw here today. John Bernstein, David Daniels, Corey Reeser, and uh, an ABC promo and marketing. Bob Schifrin, Michael Benson, Victoria Chu, and Lisa Solana, and Charlie Boyer. Um, a Bauer and uh, legal uh, uh, David Cohen, and of course from, this, from, the, from ABC Studios, they've been with us since the very beginning. They allow us to make this crazy show. Um, very special thanks to Barry Jossen and uh, Steve McPherson. And, and we also want to acknowledge Aaron Fellinser, uh, who helped enormously. Uh, I, I think that um, basically we're, we're running low on time, so we should, a we should actually get... Uh, we, we have one more uh, special guest for you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, we'll just let the imagery speak, speak for the introduction. Let us, let us please roll the film, yes. and then we'll welcome our guest to the stage.
guy, sweetheart. Taser device. Smarter than you look, aren't you? <laughs> Let's see if it works, huh? J.J. Abrams, he hasn't worked on the show since the first season. That's Damon Lindelof. Linda. Lind Lindelof. Lindelof. Okay. Well. And I don't, you know, if you, if you, uh... Okay, 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 all right. All right. You, want, you want him to fry? No. I, I, Your right. girlfriend Linda here is about to go. Don't let the townspeople turn against you, Frankenstein. Let's get it going. What happened? Wow. This is me acting. Are you okay? Yes, I... I, I you don't get fun. a second take. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go back to sleep over here. Change with you again. Okay, <laughs> right. Thank you. Josh, I really don't think you should. All right, y'all. Finally. Yeah. What do you think? You got it. Here you go. Oh, my God. You don't know how to read, dude. <laughs> I left my glasses on the island. Michael, I, I beg you to reconsider. Please, please do not do this. Oh, no. Exterior, circus tent, night. The apex of the big top collapses in on itself as the tent burns like a fiery cauldron. As the flames lick the night sky, we find Silar and Parkman. <laughs> Was Mohinder inside? Asylum's <laughs> really not. It's on you now, you know. You're the last Petrelli. Silar absorbs that beat, then he fixes his glare on Parkman. Silar. Yep. What the fuck is that? <laughs> In all seriousness, guys, uh, 
Um, there are uh, 6,000 other people online. Unfortunately, I, I don't think we're going to be able to get to your questions. We have to uh, vacate the hall, but... Um, but, uh, but um, from, the, from the very bottom of our hearts, uh, you know, I, I came to Comic-Con for the first time six years ago to show the pilot for the very first time to you guys. And Lost exists because of you and for you. And uh, we are forever in your debt. Thank you so much. you know, what's the most satisfying thing about, about making the show, I think for us it's the fact that we can make what we, you know, try to, what we try to consider as an intelligent, thoughtful, complicated show, and that audiences will embrace that kind of a show, that you don't have to make a lowest common denominator show, and the fact that we can, that we can make the show that we want to make and that you guys love it is, is so meaningful to us, and, and we really thank you for all of your support over all the years, and before we, uh, before we head on our way here, though, we, uh, we want to show you a, a, a little piece here, kind of commemorating some of the people who could not be with us here today. So if you would, please roll the film. Be careful, child. Okay. 